Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Monday, January 2nd, 2023. And today I will be covering paranormal news. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S A L S I D O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from, from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions, or if you have stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And um, I have a few stories here for today. I've already put them in the chat, and I will, of course, include them in the episode description on the podcast and YouTube feed. And uh, we'll go from there. Um, thank you all for being here. Again, whether you listen to the live stream or you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds, I always appreciate that. And uh, looking forward to continuing the show in this new year. So um, I have three stories for tonight. And it's sort of a mix this time uh, of stories. So I'm I'm happy about that. It is fun when you find new stories and they're all in the same category, but it's also fun when they're um when it's a mix like when I have what we have here today. So um and I put them in the chat already, so you all can check them out. Because of because of course I don't read the entire article, I just summarize it. And uh, let you all check it out in on your own for the details. So this first one is from uh, mirror.co.uk, and this the title of this one is mysterious uh, mystery. I'm sorry, of crashed Baltic Sea anomaly in sea from UFO to Nazi bunker theory. Um, I'd heard of the Baltic Sea anomaly, but I'd never really looked into it before. Um, but apparently it's the structure that's, uh, at the bottom of the sea located between Sweden and Finland. And, uh, apparently, um, there, the theories behind it are, they range from crashed UFO to, um, to basically a bunker, World War II bunker. Even to an underwater Stonehenge, which is also amazing. And uh, I always wonder about these, basically just what's under the water that we have little to no idea about. Um, apparently this happened, this was discovered in June of 2011. And uh, so there were images that came back, basically, that showed... Um, clear lines and striations across the surface, it says in the article here, that seem to resemble the layout of hallways and rooms. And um, and then behind that, there was a 1,000-foot-long, and they have this in quotation marks, runway uh, that had been flattened, which seemed to show that the object had... Uh, basically slid down this 
this uh, in- decline, I guess, uh, to where it is now. Um, and so there's some pictures in this article that are really amazing. Um, it even looks like at, at one point there's uh, a series of stairs or steps and a dome-shaped section sticking out from the main, main, the rest of the body of the whatever it is that's down there. And uh, so let's see here. It says that the divers thought there could be tunnels or passages beneath the surface of the object. And uh, they said that, now apparently these divers said that uh, when the, uh, the, the ship that they came from, this Ocean X ship, uh, tried to take some high-quality high images of what was there, the, uh, the, the, their sensor photographic equipment failed while they were, um, while they were above this thing. And at the same time, sonar, it says, was blocked by mysterious electrical interference. And even satellite phones had their batteries emptied, even though they'd only recently been charged. And again, this goes back to something that you hear about in UFO and even in, in ghost and haunting kind of situations, where these... The um, something happens and drains, and or interferes with technology, the the energy and technology. So, um, really, just a amazing uh, thing that ha- happened here. Um, of course, they have an explanation here. It says that the um, there's a a possible logical explanation um they say that it doesn't seem likely uh that a life form from outer space built a ship it says from stone and from uh, materials found on earth so um which i i can understand that and i don't even i'm not even saying what this thing is but the most interesting thing here is the energy manipulation uh or Inter- inter- interference uh, over this site. So, uh, just a really neat article here, and it goes into other details, so let you all check that out uh, further, and including the images that they have here um, as well. So, uh, that was the first article. And, uh, so yeah, I'm definitely going to be um, when I can, I always like to find a good five articles or more, but a lot of times that's just going to be three, three or four maybe. So, but, uh, but again, it's neat that there's this mix of these articles. Yeah. Cool energy connection. Yeah. I, I, I that's the, the, the part that always, cause they're, they're right in a way. I mean, it does, it, it would be odd for a spaceship or whatever to be made of stone. Um, but again, just just even putting that aside, the way all their electronics were messed with and or drained, that's that's uh that's common 
and other kinds of encounters. So, um, but yeah, neat article there. And uh, so that's the first one. The next one here is uh, the UFO sighting. And um, I hope you all are doing well. And you, uh, this sounds okay to you all because I'm using the new microphone still. And uh, so still getting used to it getting used to talking towards the microphone and and um i also figured out how to basically flip it so that the microphone itself is more at my level um so hopefully that will help as well uh basically there has this swivel that you can have it it's like a hinge and I had it one way, and I figured out I could flip it the other way so that the microphone itself is is hanging down from the base or from the 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 mount, and uh, but it's still in there, and uh, I think it'll it'll work better because it's like I said it's closer to my my height level <laughs> before it was up there. <laughs> I am not a tall person, so um, so yeah, hopefully that works better, but. Uh, but anyway, so I have a UFO article here and a a ghost sighting here article here. So, like I said, a nice mix of articles tonight. And again, funny I hadn't I hadn't realized that, but I mean, again, both of those situations, um, UFOs and spirits or ghosts are said to drain electronics. Um, yeah, I really I really do like this microphone. That's it, I didn't didn't know what to expect at all with it, so it's doing really well considering that I had no idea what I was getting into. So, okay, this next article is from, let's see here, uh, mitechnews.com, and uh, this one says, Gigantic UFO hovers over central Florida. Uh, following loud boom. Now, I hadn't really heard of a UFO with a loud noise like that. So that's sort of... That's that's sort of odd in a way. But this apparently is... Um, and there's It's amazing how much um, social media contributes to a lot of these sightings. And you'll find that in the next article, too, with the... the um, the, the apparition that they talk about there. But um, it says that recently um, a woman in the Orlando area uh, captured some pictures and videos of a massive craft hovering uh, in plain sight, and but no one else appeared to notice and, and or showed no sign of noticing. And you hear that as well. For some reason, some people notice these things, other people don't. Makes you wonder if there's some kind of um, consciousness or energy aspect that maybe makes it easier or harder for people to sense these things or or see these things. Um, but so there's this video of this UFO that has been uh, recorded, and apparently they have it in this um, in this article here. And apparently it was in the middle of the of, of the day, and in the middle of the sky. 
And um, and again, people appeared not to be seeing this thing. So, and there was also before this uh, the sighting. See, here's the problem. They say there was this loud boom, but it was that was heard in the area like about a day before the sighting. So, I don't know. I, I'm wondering if that couldn't be some kind of sonic boom from a, a jet. Again, I don't know anything about how any of that works. But either way, uh, apparently this uh, this UFO in this video appears to be like a classic flying saucer. But also it appears to be massive. Uh, ringed with white lights. And uh, it says that, of course, the video and camera work aren't the best because it's just someone taking video. Um, yeah, just on, without even having planned to do it, apparently. And uh, But and then it talks here about other sightings, and it says that uh, people in Florida have reported a total of 7,513 UFO sightings. Um, I'm guessing that maybe they mean... They don't say beyond that. Um, but, yeah, so that's a, a neat sighting there, especially if it's if the boom is attached to that. Of course, again, being a day apart, it's hard to tell. But um, still, it's amazing when people see these saucers because... It makes you wonder, what are they? Again, the, like that story that I shared last night with the, the personal sighting um, that took place in the 70s. Um, it's just, it's, it's, you have to wonder, how, how is this, how does that work? Uh, again, is it uh, technology from governments? Is it, is it only that, is it more of a consciousness thing where these things are appearing certain ways to different people? Um, again, or not at all, which could be why no one else was noticing this. But um, either way, still an amazing sighting, and uh, I do believe they happen, and I don't think that they're all just governments or, or private corporations or whatever. I think there's some other things going on there. Again, I always say I believe more in and than or, and uh, so yeah, who knows what it was. So, and I have one last article here. This is from uh, somersetlive.co.uk. And this is uh, something that has taken place in the UK. And, um, yeah, it is, it is, uh, the booms themselves are, that's the, that's the problem with, with that. It's, uh, um, they are something. It's just, um. I, I always wonder about that because if it's a day apart from the UFO, I guess it could still be something odd, but there's also, uh, I don't know. I feel, I wonder, I wonder who else in the area noticed the boom the day before, how widespread that was. Um, that's, that would be a detail I'd want to know about with that. Cause if it, if everybody noticed it, then I would think maybe it could be more of just a, uh, a jet taking off um making that that uh breaking the sound barrier when they maybe they were a little bit too close um i don't know but this uh this last article here is um about a 
a sighting that many people have apparently had. Um, this one says the title is Chilling Ghost Hunts Somerset Village, uh, spooked locals say. And it says a large number of shocked residents say they have spotted the same tall and thin ghostly man wearing a long coat. And um, apparently this is several people in this one village in the general area of Somerset, which is in the UK. And it's um, appears to be a tall, thin man wearing a coat. And uh, they say that he appears and then disappears um, in the same general area of this one road near near that or in this area. And um, apparently people have seen this apparition wandering around the road. Uh, which which com- connects a couple of villages, and the sightings always take place in the dark and darkness and or fog of early morning. Now the fog thing is um, something I think that can be paranormal. There's a lot of stories of things happening in during, before, or after fog or mist being around. And uh, so, and and apparently, a lot of these sightings have been reported on social media, which is amazing. Um, but they've seen this this figure along on different points of the road, and uh, and so it's basically become fairly well known in the area. Um, there's a local. Um, paranormal investigation group that believes it might be the spirit of a famous preacher in the area who was a antiquarian antiquarian and archa- antiquarian and archaeologist if i can talk that'd be good who lived in the area it says during the 1800s so that's pretty far back um traveling between in basically along that same area uh before um, he passed in the woods um, in 1839. So, um, and then other locals in the area ha- have said that 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 their area is thought to have once been a burial ground. So, there's something that could be possibly contributing to things. Um, but yeah, so. Just uh, multiple sightings of the same kind of figure uh, appearing and then vanishing, uh, walking around, and uh, so yeah. Just um, these these mass sightings are always amazing to me because of um, because of just people that are there, um, and then they have the sighting of the same kind of figure. Now. Um, and they've even people have seen him in in the uh, the their mirror on, on their vehicle and the and the rearview mirror, and then had had him vanish while there. So, um, so yeah, just different sightings here, but uh, of, of a similar figure. And uh, so that's basically all I have for today. Um, but uh, still, neat neat. Neat sightings there. Um, yeah, 
Apoc saying fog is a connective element. There's a whole book that was recently put out um, about again these sightings and um, regarding again happening at some point along with uh, fog or mist. So, um, but yeah. So thank you all for listening and for being here whenever you're able. I appreciate it. And I'll be back tomorrow uh, with some true paranormal stories from the web on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.